seven days, 17 hours, 17 minutes, and 17 seconds until FIBA starts. So 717117. So That's close. it, guys. FIBA. And I don't know what that means, but I'll tell you what it does mean for me. It means I'm pumped about FIBA that I actually give a shit. And dude, Canada versus Spain. Ooh. Chencho, shout out Chencho. Yeah. Shout out to our friends in Canada. We got Dort and SGA. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to say it. They're gonna they're gonna win. They're they're gonna smash Spain. Call it, so? bro. Don't want to talk too much shit, but man, I, I think if I'm if I'm sitting here and I'm sitting and saying coaching Canada, I'm saying the most important thing right now is we start strong. It's as simple as that. We don't want to come out here and we don't want to be sucking ass. Um, you know, start of the the uh, tournament. So let's go out there. Let's start strong. Uh, let's put a lot of pressure with our guards. We've got a lot of, they got a lot of guards that can, you know, sub in and sub out of really, really quickly. Uh, they got a lot of strength. So man, I, I'm hoping that this will be good. What's up, Robert? What's up, Joseph? What's up? What's up? Dude. Talk about teams, Spain, anybody who knows, cause I don't know much about them. I know they've got NBA players. I know they're pretty good. My question off the top of anybody said, does anybody know is Alex Sabrina's playing for team Spain? Hmm, let's find out, huh? That would be fun to know. That would be that would be some some fun shit right there. Um, but Shay, the best player in the tournament. Suck on that, Luca. Suck mm. on that, Mavs. I'm serious, dude. Shea is going to let everybody know. I, I get what Luca can do. Luca has had the claim of being the best player in the world for several years, in my opinion. Sure. But this is Shea's time, man. I, I really hope it's Shea's time. I, I mean, And if Shea beats him at this point, dude, this is peak Luca versus an up-and-coming Shea. Yeah, you're Come right. Come on, guys. It's going to be on. nice, dude. I mean, What's what else can you say? I mean, the thing is, is that Shea is already in my what I would consider. Uh, if, I mean, if you just take it in the MVP voting and you take it into uh, first team, um, all NBA team, then Shea is your best guard in the league right now, according to the votes, according to... Um, the stats last year is Shea's right there as far as best guard in the league. So if Shea is trying to make a statement, yet again, we're talking about coming out on a big foot. I think that Shea could do this, man. I think Shea could do something special for sure. It's going to take some massive, massive win. No, Alex. Thank you, Joseph. Um, it's going to take some serious element of um, – style for Shea at this point. This is like world-class play at the top level. So and I understand Steven, people will be like, oh, we sent out the B team with Team USA. That, that's fine. But these FIBA um, games matter to pretty much everybody other than Team USA. So like we care and we're pumped about what we're seeing with Team Australia. We talked about Giddy's rise at a spectacularly young age at 20 years old to already be compared to the greatest um Australian international player ever. And really like one of the greatest of all time for any country. He's in the hall of fame for international basketball. Like Andrew Gay's all time. Great. George. What's you in up, Germany? Man? What's up fellas? I'm still in Germany. That's right. Oh, very right, good. Man. Very good. Glad to see you, man. It's been a while. It has, it has, man. I try to catch your guys show every time I watch the reruns for sure. And, uh, it just so happens that I have uh, some time and you guys went live. I was like, perfect. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. Dig the hat. I dig the hat for sure. Yeah, heck All right. yeah. <laughs> All right, I got the question for you, man. Above or under 31 points a game for Shea this year? Ooh. 
Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. All right. Yeah. How much over? Uh, probably, you said 31 and a half. All right. All right. So you go half a point what, over. Yeah. What, down. what about like a 87 Jordan where he put up like 38? Uh, we can only I, wish. We can only hope. I don't know how much you put up. I'm, I'm guessing. That's what I think you did, though. That's insane, man. I Man, if he did that, that'd be over. He could do it. He just get a couple more free throws um, and start knocking down two threes a game. He's right there. Yeah, it's true, yeah. man. Man, yeah. I, I get excited though. What about uh? All right, I uh, something that we get a lot of uh, this whole Josh Giddy thing. Um, I I'm a huge Josh Giddy fan, but when people you know get in the uh, um, the comments right and they say that Josh Giddy is equivalent to Larry Bird, I mean, like, what do you feel about that? What about part of Josh Giddy's game do you feel like uh reminds people of Larry Bird? Uh probably his rebounding. I would I would think that's what people are talking about. Um you know cuz we'd like the three-point shot to get to Larry Bird's level, but it's, yeah. it's it, you know it's not there yet. And uh, if he can get it there, you know training with uh with our guy, I'm forgetting his name right now. Chip uh, Chip England. Yeah, yeah. Chip, Chip. If he's training with Chip, you know hopefully we can get our get Giddy up there with the uh close to 40% should be awesome yeah dude if, if we get him up to 40 percent, man that's i mean i mean think about it though i don't think larry bird shot um much above 40 percent until later in his career so like to me like i i want to like throw that out there is that like as far as his shot goes it's getting there but larry bird's vision and the way that he threw around the ball and really just how he made the hockey assist really famous back in the 80s you know like that's what I go back for, like with with what people like for me, I, I see in Josh Giddy. I, I circle that and I say, like maybe because it's been so long since a big white guy that's been able to throw down the ball, you know, and dribble it very well and be strong. Maybe it's been twenty years since we've seen a, a player like Larry Bird's statue, and yeah. that's where you know maybe where people start comparing him. But I, for me, I look at it when people start comparing Larry Bird. And Josh Giddy excites me because yet again, we're talking about another great and somebody that was obviously able to play power forward or point guard if he needed to. So it's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, it's, that's a lot about people will say bird shooting. And I see some people mentioning that yeah, and like, Steven he's more it, like yeah. a magic passer. But then again, like there's the competitive nature, the win at all costs, get to play at the end. Like, but every player is their own player. And what Josh represents for team Australia is really different than what he represents for the thunder. Sure. Um, both, sides are obviously super stoked about his potential but i do think for like team australia he's going to have to be a, a different level of playmaker for them for them to be successful and i'm pumped up um now we've talked just kind of joking a little bit but um dave and i were mentioning it again before we got on but what do you think about um sylvania and luca and is that a better team than the mavericks around luca <laughs> uh, honestly i haven't even seen slovenia play I've wa i and i haven't really seen any of them play live i've been catching the um, highlights of australia and canada and some of yeah. you today i'm finding myself more interested in canada because we got two guys over there sure. um, or is it three and two we got i think two on canada but i, I can't think of a third one we got but two i know we australia. got two on australia too with, with jack white that's what i'm, thinking. I'm yeah. still getting used to it dude but yeah we got dort and sga and I think we got somebody else who's Canadian on our team, but where's, maybe I'm wrong. Is, is Garuba, where's he from? Spain. Oh, Spain. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's going to play on Spain's team this year. Is he playing? No, nah, no. Nah, um, I, I, okay. I think I saw him on the roster. I just don't know if that's the roster 
I'm super um, stoked about him because he shot yeah, like 40% from deep last year on like 70% 70 attempts. Um I don't I don't know why he's undervalued with his defensive capabilities long term, but maybe he's just a little smaller than people thought when he came into the league, but I think um, a lot of people kind of need to start comparing him maybe to like Jeremy Sohan or somebody like that because I think he's got that that long-term ability. Did I say his name right? Dave, you looked at me like I didn't say it right. Jeremy Sohan? Sohan, thank you. Yeah, you're right. Sohan, you're right. whatever. I, I, I don't know what you said. I just I, I do that with my eyes once in a while. <laughs> I make you make you wonder what's going on. All right, cool, cool, cool. Hey, we're <laughs> yeah, the I, podcast I'm pronouncing names wrong, so. Oh, dude, we are the best, <laughs> man. Like. If they gave it out like an award for like most butchered names ever, dude. In fact, when Mark and I just got on here, I was just trying to mess around and I was saying Victor's last name, bro. Yeah, he won't say it. He won't say I won't it right even now. say it on here. But like the whole point about it is, is like each time I, I, I change the syllable just slightly. And, you know, like I, I, there's no way I could say it properly anyways, unless I really, really focus on it for a while. So might as well just change the syllable every single time. We should do a super cut of all the variations you've invented. <laughs> oh. It'd be like 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> it would be. <laughs> be way longer than anybody would want to see. Uh, man, that's crazy. So, but man, so, I'm, go first ahead, man. game in a week. Are you going to join us live or what time is that for you guys? Um, if it's a good time, you know what? Even if it's a bad time, I'm going to try to get in. Um, All right. I don't think I have a stream available myself, but, you know, if I can be live with you guys and listen to what's going on, you know, that's better than nothing. So, hey, check out Buff Stream. Um, that too cool told me about that. It works yeah, for me. Yeah, I think I can find that on Reddit, and there's like a buff stream guys on there, and I can click that. I'll try Sweet. to make that. Yeah, man, that'd be totally dope, man. It, that'd be great to to have you join us. But heck yeah. And what else we got, Dave? Dude, man, I I'm just gonna say, man, like I I think it's a I think it's one of those things, man, with this team that we've got to watch out for. Is which of the players are going to start off as being the 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 best? players coming off the bench i've been watching a lot of stuff about case and wallace man oh Dude's watch excited. out for him for sure like like i i i don't know if we are all ready for what casing can bring to the table right now um and that's with being you know completely respectful to everybody else that's off that bench because i do believe that you have to earn your spot on this team especially where that bench is as deep as it is so I think Kaysen's going to come out and surprise everybody right away. Yeah. Day one. If he can shoot 40% from deep and average like two steals on a block off the bench, which I think he can because of his footwork, positioning, strength, the way he anticipates the game. Yep. Man, I'm stoked. You're what do you right, think, man. George? Oh, I'm like the way he was playing in summer league. Man, that was awesome. That one game where he was just on fire. I was so excited. I had some of my battle buddies up. They're like, hey, guys, I know it's – you know, summer league and you guys, you know, they're not really into basketball, but I was like, you guys got to watch. And, uh, and my guy was on fire. I was like, he hit that half court shot and my, you know, my battle buddies were like, holy moly. Was, yeah. It's, it's good shit, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped. Exciting, I'm pumped man. about that starting lineup. We've talked a lot about that bench unit and how they would compare to other teams, bench units and our depth. <laughs> this is exciting, man. I can't yeah. think of anything that's been quite as exciting. No, but, dude. That you know, uh, there's potential for our bench to be one of the best benches of all time, and that gets me excited. I can't wait to see what they actually play like out there. I, I mean, yeah. like, I don't, I don't like to throw around things like that very, very much. But when you start looking and breaking down this team, you start recognizing um, that if this team is going to to so, or this bench is going to support 50 wins, 
You know, like this bench is going to be have to be legendary bench. You know, it's just, it's going to be have to be known as the bench of like think about it when NFL teams win championships, right? They get poached. I mean, everybody off their bench is gone. You know, like they they get thinned down and stuff like that. And I look at the Thunder the same way is because unlike you know NFL team, we still have you know many more years to develop these players until they're you know what I would consider um, dominant enough to win a championship. And that could happen sooner than later because of the way that we're raising these young guys. But we're still, in my opinion, a couple years away from going there. And if you look at the way that the professional habits are happening inside this locker room and the way that we're teaching these young players how to play, you're looking at players like Case and Wallace, and you're actually saying, hey, he could, he, could, he could jump up there and tear Dort's starting position out of his hands. You know, like, for us to be able to say stuff like that, it's truly spectacular. The fact that we're sitting here and saying, Chet went down and got injured. But what was the best thing about that, that that happened is J-Dub really got a chance to show everybody what he could do at that power forward position, something that we probably would not have seen last year. And it's exciting. It, it's, it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Right. George, Jared. Oh, you got a four-way. <laughs> four-way. Look, guys, no How's hands. How's everybody doing, man? <laughs> We're doing great, man. All We're right, man. That's great, dude. All right. So I'm going to tell you this, guys, right now. I'm going to go ahead and put in the comment section. When we get done with this, um, you guys just go to this link right here to make sure that your stuff gets uploaded. Um, That way we can uh, allow everybody to listen to you guys' voices and stuff like that. Um, So hold on one second here. Copy. Pump, bro. So Josh Giddy, the boomers building around him. I thought about this a lot. Like when we drafted him, I thought I had pretty high expectations, like pretty high up there, but I never thought, especially after he got cut from the team, his rookie year going into his rookie campaign, that he'd already be this level player this quickly. It's mm-hmm. for him, for them to hand that off to him already. Um, it, it's sort of legendary. Like I don't see this happening again for a 20 year old in Australia for, for at least two decades, probably. Well, Jared, think about like this. I'm going to throw this question to you, but like Josh Giddy came into the league. It is his uh, first year. He tried to make Australia's team and they denied him. All right. Now we're coming back, not even a full two years later. And they're saying he's the best player. How do, how do you feel like that has like happened for Josh? No, I remember somebody that played for uh, North Carolina. He couldn't even make his high school basketball team. uh, what happened with that guy yeah one of the greats baby if not the greatest so you know i guess talent recognizes talent yeah i agree man that's a good point that's a good point what do you think george i mean i agree i could have said it better myself man i just get excited about this team dude like how else like i don't know dude okay so let's let's go through the starting lineup because this always gets me pumped up we got right, Dort, Defensive Player of the Year nominee, in my opinion. Go and call that now. We got Giddy, you know, maybe a 2010 guy, maybe a triple-double guy. Okay, we got J-Dub. Who knows what we're going to see from him? He's turned into – he looks like a fucking Ninja Turtle out there, man. He's so buff, dude. It's crazy. Dude, I mean, seriously. No doubt, and we got Chet. And then on top of that, we got Shea, who has been putting up Michael Jordan-type stats over the last year and a half. Like – and then you're talking about one of the greatest benches of all time. Like, it's hard not to be that, start thinking, like, like seriously, why are we even putting a ceiling on this team? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, 
it, it's crazy to talk about with a team this young, but I don't, I don't understand. Like one of the reasons I look at it is like Shea should win the MVP if we win 60 games or 55 plus games. Right. Hmm. And then on top of that, if you, if you evaluate how long are we actually going to be able to stay this deep for, it seems like, Oh, we have a never ending ability to do this, but a lot of these guys are going to go away. Like they're, yeah. like you said, Dave, they're going to be poached. So you have to look at opportunities and assume, especially when you think about the Thunder experiences, like you're never going to guarantee get back to where you were again. So seize the fucking moment, you know? Can we you also have me, uh, five players that you don't think are going to make the team. Sorry, what was that, Jared? Uh, five players that you don't think are going to make the team. This year? Yes. Ooh, I don't like playing this game. That's tough. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, like, how are you going to go ahead I, and uh, I, get rid of somebody? Well, and I, I think that's where it comes down to is that, like, some of this team that's already been built, you're not going to get rid of any of these guys. You're just not. You know, like, I would have a hard time getting rid of JRE because of his leadership. Um, I would have a hard time getting rid of um, Trey Mann because I, I know what he can do. Um, and you're, Those you're, two are pretty high on my list, unfortunately, because of how that's, yeah. we are. And that's yeah, it. I mean, like, but then you, like, what? To no. me, I get this question: like, would you rather tie tie? Would you rather? Uh, no, tie tie can go because I'm I'm emotionally connected to these guys, dude. I know, and that's that's where I'm at. Like, if you if you haven't been on the Thunder before, then I, I'm sorry. Like, at Victor Oladipo, I like, but I would rather trade him and let you know Kenny Hustle be Kenny Hustle out there. You know. Now, George, you were saying something. But you got cut off there. Uh, yeah, I was saying we have to take consideration the amount of picks that we still have in the future. So even if we do get rid of some of those guys, we will be replaying new guys. And I'm not saying we, you know, we're gonna hit every single pick, but we're pretty damn good. Sam Presti's pretty damn good at, at hitting at a lot of the picks. So, all right. Uh, and Joseph, you, you're right, man. Joseph brought up White. Have you guys watched Jack White play at all? Yes. I don't think I have. Okay. Just um, a few highlights from Team Australia. All right. Yeah, so I watched Jack White play in the NBL last year. I was really impressed by what he can do. Um, his motor is going to be legendary. All right, guys. Like in Oklahoma City, you know how the motor is, is run in Oklahoma City. When you have one of those guys that are coming off the bench, you know, the Kenny Hustle, people embrace him. You know? Um, yeah, I'm telling you guys, Jack White is going to be special. You're going to see him come off that bench, make some insane you know, dunks, throw something down, get a crazy defensive steal. People are going to stop when they see Jack, and they're going to be like, holy shit, how do the Thunder get another guy like this? And out of all the players that I'm, I'm starting to watch, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, Jack White could be my favorite rookie on this team just because, dude, and he's not even a rookie, so he'd be my favorite you know, first-year player on this team out of anybody he's special guys his motor's right up there i i great shot you know great ups defensive minded set his long arms like he's just a perfect thunder player coming off that bench and george i wanted to ask you about the picks like how do you how do you see it working because we still have pick swaps and if we say we go to the conference finals and we end up swapping out for a lottery pick for some of these teams and stuff like that or maybe get one of them from the clippers or the rockets or something like how how do you think we make it work? How do we make room for the next J-Dub? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, we would have to get rid of some of the guys. Like, you know, unfortunately, you know, 
some of the guys you mentioned, probably even, I hate to say it, Poku even might, you know, go somewhere else. And, you know, I hope the best for him. But, uh, and I hope he stays on the Thunder. But, you know, we'll, we'll have to get rid of, we'll have to sacrifice some guys, you know. Um, and it sucks saying that because, like you said, we're all emotionally attached to all of them and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. Right. It's about the contract that they're on too, right? You know, like you've mm. got to find a way to outperform your rookie scale contract if you're going to stick around. And yeah. that's where I look at a guy like JRE and Trey Mann. And I wonder, you know, yeah, they, they started out pretty good, but then when the minutes are getting cut, what happened? And that's really the reality for their future. So but let's just talk about though, like, like, I think this is what's going to happen in the future, though, is that, like, when we have players that are on that borderline, you know, like, that taint, you know what I'm saying? And they're, like, almost there, but they're not quite. Um, I, I look at these players, and I see guys like that, and I and I say, like, there's going to be these guys that you're like, holy cow, they dominated last year. But then we go and we get draft picks, like Case and Wallace, you know? And then all of a sudden, you start recognizing, like, you know, man, I, I love you, Trey, man, but Case and Wallace is outperforming. You know, like, and that happened fast, you know, like, and that's going to happen. Like you said, Poku, like I love Poku. And if he learns how to figure out this offense and defense and, and work it all together, like he did in the beginning of the year last year, he's going to be hard to get rid of. Dude, I can't, doesn't. A minute, a point. I can't see Trey man. Yeah. Kaysen's good, bro. Kaysen's elite. And that's, and that's the point is that it's these game guys changer. are just rotating. I mean, that's, that's a survival of the fittest down there. And it was like two years ago, if you're a rookie, you were going to get starters minutes almost. Yep. Now J-R-E, Poku, you know, these guys like dominated minutes, but now, we're, yeah, we're, but look at, look at what happened though. We drafted these guys. We don't, we didn't know Jay will was going to be this good early on. Like we can sit no. and be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we knew Jay will was going to lead the, uh, the NBA in charges and da, 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 da. No, we could not have predicted that Jay will have been this good. JRE's spot was set. A Poku spot was set. And then J Will's like, hey motherfuckers, I'm here. And that was it. Like everything else is like, okay, well, J Will, Poku, or JRE. Now you ha- like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's there's something happened last year to the draft. And and people always talk about the four players that we picked up with Josh Giddy. Um uh uh who was that 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 year that we got those four players or uh, not Josh Giddy, um We've got Usman Jang, uh, Chet, J Dub, and J Will, and people are gonna, yeah, yeah people are gonna talk about this draft for a long time with the Thunder, like uh, about like how legendary this was. The fact that we could end up with three of the top, you know, five players in this draft because I I really think that J Will is going to be one of those guys that everybody's gonna stop and be like, how did well, he go in the second about round? Will. Last year we talked about him being. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Jared. Do you think do you think him or uh, Jack White's going to have more uh, like charges? Dude, the Probably. fact that we the fact that we could have two guys that have forty five plus exactly. charges in a year. Really? You think Jack White's that good at taking charges? Jack Jack White is really good, bro. Like really not the J Will level, right? But he slides under and gets still so quickly. Like he has such like complete body control. Like if if he's put in the position that he is going to, yeah, he's going to gobble up charges. We're going to see some sick stuff, dude. All right, George, I got to ask you 
win total, and then Jared, you go next. What do you guys, what do you guys think it's going to be? Um, let's see. What was our total last year? Like, like the actual 40. total. 40. 40. We won 41 after the play-in. Okay. So, all right. I'm afraid to say 50, so I'm going to give us 49. Ooh, 49. <laughs> 49. All right. All right. Nine with plus. It. We'll take it. I'm going to go uh, 47. 47. All right. I like it, man. You know what? Nine and seven. That's a big win, you know, plus we'll take that because that I think that puts us in the top. Top seven, right? So, I mean, to me, that would be big for Joseph. Like, I I love it when people come out and say 65, 70 plus like I love it. I mean, it's obviously we've only seen two teams ever do that before, but it makes me kind of think like why are we putting such like such ceilings on this team? Like, we don't know. Like, obviously you, it takes years to develop to be a 70 win team, but I see like the outline, the, the structure for it. It's not going to happen in 2023, 24, but if you have a team that can build together, that's built up of guys like Chet and SGA and J dub Lou Dort, you go down the list of case and Wallace that bench so, is so deep. That's the formula. You know, if the bench comes out and averages 35 points a game, then why couldn't we win 60 games? Mm. You know, yeah. like, I mean, like, that's, I mean, you know, like, I'm if you think good. about it, like, you think about having another player on that bench, I mean, you would have multiple players that are averaging 10 players on points a game off of that bench. You know, like, I could see that with this team. You know, Casey Wallace could come out averaging 10, 12 points a game. That's what rookies do with Oklahoma City, you know? Um, I could see Jay Will, you know, scoring 10 points a game. You know, like, I could see so many of these different players, and that's why we don't know the structure yet. The structure's still being set up on our bench because the reality is we still got 20 players, meaning that five got to go, four got to go. And I don't even think that we're giving um, Keyson Johnson enough love, bro. We're just not. Oh, my gosh. You're right, dude. You're right. And, and, uh, He's you a first-round pick in, in normal situations. I mean, he really is. And I think we have to look at it like that. We have so many guys on this bench that – we cannot sit here and dictate exactly what's going to happen with these guys because uh, we saw from last year, nobody would have predicted that Jay will did this. Nobody would have predicted J dub would have done what he did. You know, like nobody can sit there and say, this is what's going to happen. You know, we can sit there and predict about which wikis we're going to see that are going to be, you know, insane. But the reality is, is that it's all about the coach and player relationship who's going to play. And I think that's a good place to leave it because I'm excited. We're going to keep you guys on here and keep on talking to you guys as we get off. We appreciate you guys uh, getting on here with us and talking. And this is something that's going to happen during games. Oh yeah. Man. Coming to you guys live. We're pretty stoked yeah, about that. All George, right, guys. Jared, we love you guys. We see everybody later. Sorry. Yes, All right.